Judy's podcast. Brown straps. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Julie P, and you're listening to the Bra Straps Podcast. Why bra straps? Because they're uplifting, supportive, and comforting. This podcast will feature interviews with incredible women who are doing amazing things and will surely uplift and motivate any listener. Also, check out my mini episodes with some great insights on wellness, self care, and motivation. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining us back at Bra Straps Podcast and today I'm super excited because I get to bring my friend Sarah on and I know her kind of well but I hope to get to know her a little bit more today but you guys are going to love her after this so um, welcome Sarah to Bra Straps. Thank you so much for having me Julie. <laughs> tell, me about, tell me about yourself, tell, tell the Bra Strap listeners who you are. I am Sarah. I was born and raised in Germany. I uh, lived there my entire life, grew up there. I have an Italian dad, a really typical Italian dad, and a very beautiful Moroccan mom. So I think I got really lucky to, to grow up between three cultures, the German culture, and then the Italian and the Moroccan. And I moved to the United States about two years ago in 2020, and I started my company here a year ago, a Calming Spot, a meditation, breathwork, and sound bath studio out in L.A. Awesome. Wow, that's a lot that happened in the last couple of years. Yeah, I know. A it's lot. 2023, Sarah, so it's been three years now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. been three years. I got married um, and then moved to the United States, did the move to L.A., Awesome. That sounds super interesting. So it looks like you have like three different cultures going on. What did I feel like when you were a kid having the three cultures? I think I got I was really blessed having like growing up in a household where we not only spoke three different languages but also navigated through three different cultures. I saw my parents respecting each other's cultures and traditions, but also learning more about the German culture, right? And I lived with my grandparents under the same roof, like my Moroccan grandparents and my Italian grandparents lived really close too. So I I think I was really lucky to experience all that, to learn all these different languages, but I think it made me also, in general, um, a very sensitive and um, empath- empathetic, mm-hmm. so, yeah, empathetic person, like that feels a lot, but that is curious and loves learning about new cultures and traditions. Um, yeah, and just like, I, I think my friends now are very, I have all kinds of different friends from all ethnicities and cultures and ages. And I think because the way I was, uh, my parents or I grew up, I think that's kind of made me who I am today and choose my friends. And I, I mean, I immigrated to LA, right? And I made that move and I moved so much in my life in different countries. And I think that just like helped me. Mm-hmm. 
growing up between those three cultures because I think I whenever I go to a country I really want to learn I'm curious I want to learn about the culture but also about the people and I really care about people I think it sounds so different than people growing up in the United States because I know we don't really get out and although I will say no like we do have a lot of culture you yeah. can go like to Thai town and little Tokyo and then so, little Armenia and yeah there is like a little mini here and I think you meet all different kinds of people here in LA uh, which is beautiful I like that LA or New York like right big cities I'm from Frankfurt um, which is a very multicultural city too so I've I really like that. I think we all profit and learn from each other's backgrounds mm-hmm. and uh, share it, but also respect it in a way that, you know, I think whenever you go to a different country, you've got to respect the culture you go to. And yeah. So it sounds like you traveled a lot in Europe too. What were some of the turning points in your life that led you here yeah. where you are today? I think one of my... Um, I have a few turning points, I think, in life, but I would say one of my, mm, hmm, let me think, I think when I was 12 years old, I decided to, um, I wanted to do an exchange student. I wanted, I want to be oh, an exchange wow. student. I want to move to France. And I remember, France? I, because French was the language I learned in okay. school. So I had it for one year in school. And I remember my teacher, my French teacher came to class and she said, well, you guys, you can all study abroad. You can go for a few months. And I remember all kids. I mean, we were really kids with 11, 12 years. It's like really young. And I remember no one really was interested besides me. And wow. I remember I didn't tell my parents and not my grandparents <laughs> because I knew they won't like it that I'm going to go for a few months. Uh-huh. But I just organized it all with her. And then I put your grandma. No, with my with teacher. teacher. Uh-huh. She helped me because she was like so happy that someone really wanted to go. So oh, I found wow. the family. I, by then I didn't have an email. I remember she taught me how to, how to <laughs> do an email, how to email and all that. So I found the family and I got really lucky because she moved to my place to Germany for six months. And I moved to France for six months so I spent an entire year with this human with this exchange student and I lived with for six months with a French family and I um yeah I remember the day when I presented it to my parents and I said well I'm going and they're like what do you mean you're going I said well I planned it all and my grandma I remember she's like you're not going for six months I'm no hell no (laughs) and um yeah, but we just like went on a phone call, a Skype interview with them, and they liked us, and we just we just did the move. And, and then the other girl came to your parents' house. She came first to Germany, stayed mm-hmm. with me for six months, and oh, then um, so you stayed we, together. We were together, and her, yeah. So she stayed with me, and her French, oh no, her German wasn't really good, so it was good for me because I kept speaking French right, for an entire year. So it made me. I mean, I loved friends back then, and I loved the language, but it, it really challenged me. And mm-hmm. I think if I look back now, I really want to give that 12-year-old me, or 11, a hug, because I was so, I feel like, brave yeah. and courageous to do that. And especially because my parents, they never encouraged it. Like, it, it isn't like they presented it to me. Like, I came, and I did the, I did it all, and I wow. made it all happen. And I think it kind of shaped me and made me who I am now that I really love languages and speak all these different languages but also know that I am okay being on my own mm-hmm. I, I lived for six months with this family and I I went through 
things and problems I had as a 12 year old and I, I just learned that um, I can be on my own, I can navigate in a different country, I can travel by myself, I'll have fun and which kind of like shifted and I was just so curious. I remember I just loved it and I just wanted more and more and I had every opportunity I got in life I just went the way like when I was 16 I did an internship in San Diego in California oh so you moved to the United States yes when I was 16 for did you learn English too I uh, yeah I did learn English um for a few years then like uh, I think we have to learn English at like in the third grade primary school and then so yeah my English was okay but I remember my teachers were like yeah you got to do the two weeks exchange and I was like I want to do it in a foreign country and I emailed so many people all over the world and this American bilingual German English school in mm -hmm. San Diego got back to me and they said, hi, you're like a little younger than usually the college students. Are you uh -huh. studying English? And I was like, no, I'm just 16. I just turned 16. <laughs> but they were so nice and they wanted me. And I moved for five weeks. I did an internship at like that school. It was from first kindergarten till eighth grade. Uh -huh. So it was super fun. I loved it. And that's when, again, a tur I think it was a huge turning point in my life because I started to appreciate in California and English and the whole country where I'm living right now right where and um, yeah so I moved to San Diego and then I studied in San Diego for another year in 2017 so I was 21 by then I wanted I, I was dying to come back because with 16 you can't really do a lot right I couldn't drive I couldn't go out nothing and I was I promised myself I really want to go back and experience maybe as a student and mm -hmm. when I was 21 I moved for a full year to San Diego and yeah I think these are like some milestones or not like turning points in my life that really um, make me who I am today. So how many languages do you speak now? I speak five languages now. Yeah. Are you um, learning any uh, more? I, <laughs> I'm done. No, I really want to learn. I really want to learn a new one this year. I feel like Spanish or, um, I, yeah, Spanish or some, I honestly like Hebrew a lot oh. because I listen to a lot of music and mm -hmm. I just like learning languages. I guess whenever I have a vacation planned, I mm -hmm. learn a little bit, mm -hmm. but I really enjoy it. I really think it makes the whole travel experience so different understanding yeah. jokes and language and being able to speak a little bit that's awesome yeah so you made decision at 12 that without your parents permission yeah you're just gonna apply to leave the house for six months mm -hmm. and i know people who are listening are might be 22 32 right. 42 and they still don't feel like they have that um, courage inside of them to make those big decisions mm -hmm. where does your courage come from and how would you encourage others to find that inner courage to take those risks and the leaps yeah that's a good question I think um, just being open-minded and curious like whenever you try to plan to study abroad or travel just know that you're gonna face a different culture but kind of get excited about 
like I my life shifted when I started saying instead of I have to do things I'm able to do things mm. so instead of oh I think I have to study abroad or I have to like everyone travels like instead of I have to you're able to so whenever you go on a vacation you should really be grateful and appreciate it you can go and mm-hmm. it shifts everything it shifts your whole mentality of mm. like you get really excited like if we go on a trip yeah we have to plan it but we're able to do it we're able to take a week off we're able to finance it we're able to in the stage of our life we're able to do things mm-hmm. and just being grateful and just taking that opportunity to go because i think whenever you travel or whenever you get out of your comfort zone and do things like you you just kind of break from your routine your daily mm-hmm. routine you really grow and i even when I, I mean, I traveled a lot in my life and the last travel, the big travel I did was I traveled to LA by myself for a full month. And I remember I saved a little bit of money and came here and kind of just wanted to pursue my passion, which is acting. And I did an, I went to an acting school here. And then on my last day, I met my husband, right? Um, so I think there's a lot of grow and I, I learned so much about myself too on those journeys and no one really can give you that unless you go and experience and it might not be something you like you might be like oh that sucks like <laughs> I didn't like traveling alone or I didn't mm-hmm. like going with that friend or whatever it is mm-hmm. but you at least tried it and you went out of your comfort zone because I think finding your true passion you can't find your passion if you always stay in your like daily habits and routine you in order to find your passion you have to feel uncomfortable i think it, you have and if you haven't found your passion you haven't felt uncomfortable enough i think and because you don't know if you like traveling you don't know if you like france or french people or, or the language if you haven't been there you can mm-hmm. watch movies and you can you know you can start cooking french but you don't know if you actually like it if you haven't put yourself out there and everything is i think uncomfortable like even doing the podcast right now it's uncomfortable it's something new right or starting when i started acting it was uncomfortable it was like i went in i started in san diego and i went into the classroom and there were just americans my english wasn't good i've never tried it it was uncomfortable doing mm-hmm. all these like improv silly exercises like that's weird i felt uncomfortable <laughs> but if if you don't try it you don't find your true passion so i think you just you just got to do it you just sometimes just got to jump in and and just try it out so what's the last thing that you jumped in and tried um like a passion you followed yeah that took you outside the comfort zone besides recording the podcast (laughs) (laughs) i think honestly um um i think my job like kind of what i do right now that mm-hmm. i started a meditation and sound bath and breathwork studio in santa monica because what i said like as i said english is my second language or my third whatever and your fifth. Or your fifth. <laughs> and, um, it, and i started teaching um and i started teaching these meditation classes and i have never i've never done that before and I've, i'm doing it for a year now and i think i'm pretty good in it and i like it and i enjoy it but every time i do it i have a little bit of respect before i do it like i feel uncomfortable not anymore but in the beginning i felt uncomfortable and i kind of just had to do it because one of our instructors she just canceled so i was like 
I had to sub her class. Oh, so I just that's how you got into it. That's how I got into it. I was like, you know what? I, I listened to 400 meditate like plus hours meditations and sound baths let me try it i might i might be able to do it mm-hmm. and i did a good job i think everyone liked it and then you get feedback and you're like right you evaluate yourself and you're like okay i might be good but um that was something definitely that was uncomfortable um or it's still sometimes like i just two days ago i just led a meditation in front of 120 people in english again i think if it would be in german that's another thing but if it's in english i'm always a little bit oh my gosh i hope i don't say things wrong i hope Mm -hmm. i don't have a thick accent i hope (laughs) they like it and um but i really love it so if i haven't if i wouldn't have tried it i would have never known Mm -hmm. that i i like it so much Okay, have you ever tried something that you hate it and you regret? Um, let me think. Because it sounds like you get ideas and you just go all in and you're yeah. like, mm, I thought about it, let me try it. Yeah. So have you ever like, mm, let me thought, I mean, try it and then you're like, and then oh, I completely hate it. I hated it, that I regret it. <laughs> I don't know, I'm thinking. I don't know, I feel like I'm always a yes person mm-hmm. and I always try things out, but... There's nothing I think I failed in or like I feel like, oh, that was a failure in my career or, but of course there are things I tried and I was like, I just hate that. Like I tried scuba diving when I did my license. <laughs> I hated it. I really thought I'm going to die. Like I hated it. <laughs> I did. I did my scuba diver license, but I never used it. But right. But you had, had to do like, it to know to, that yes. because you were thinking about it. I hated it. And I, I, remember <laughs> I paid for it and I, I have my license. I don't know how I made it. You're never going to use it. No, I'll never use it. So every trip, everywhere I go, I would not use it. I, I, it scares me. And then, um, even working out like honestly sometimes even going to the gym is something I don't enjoy like I'd rather go to a dance class or I did 10 years of taekwondo like I'd rather move my body in that way (laughs) I did I did 10 years of taekwondo that was my first job I wanted to have I wanted to open up a taekwondo studio you still can I know I I always told my parents and everyone around me I want to open up a taekwondo studio and serve hot chocolate after so that's cute. so cute i, know, I, I mean it. i think we can get the calming spot to rent it out for you yeah that'd be to do a take I, have, class. I haven't done it for years but like <laughs> that's something i really enjoy like you know boxing or track running like something that challenged me but i've never really loved going to the studio so whenever i i have friends around me or like even my husband who wants to go to work out i, I don't really enjoy it like that's something i'm like Ugh, i tried well, i you really tried. tried lifting exactly. those weights but it's just not mine i hate it like i can't really like i'm so weak in like lifting weights i sh- i know sometimes too i should do it but i just I it's just okay like you it. do your things so yeah it's fine yeah balance you've tried balance, it true. exactly all right so if somebody somebody was listening mm-hmm. um it wants to do what you do now so you do like the meditation studio mm-hmm. someone's interested in what you're doing right uh, where do you think they should start um Hmm. Let me think. Okay, I think they should first sh- if 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 they're interested in doing like let's say a meditation studio or a sound bath or whatever it is, they should um, 
just reach out to the people that do the same things like mm-hmm. reach out to me or reach out to other people that do the same things and see how open they are to teach you or mm-hmm. to take classes because i had a few people sometimes reaching out and mm-hmm. i would just give them a free class and okay. i would just say hey just try it and then after class they would come up and i would tell them well i have a sound healer teacher training and she would take my training after right and now i see she's doing all her own sound baths and all that so i think just being around the people like kind of be the energy you want to Ooh, attract yeah the frequency you want to attract so you gotta if you want to be her you gotta act like being her and if in case in order to do that you got to surround yourself with people that that can lift you up that support your dreams you that that see you know like see a meaning in what you do and then it's pretty easy i think to to reach that like, right and i think that's with anything if you want to be a, a stock investor yeah you tap you know get into somebody who does that right follow them around shadow what they do be around people who also invest in stocks i think it's true for like anything that you want to do for sure like even even like right now in our age we all want to be like influencers or trying or like you know like to have that social media and i really think you gotta in order to do that you gotta start acting being that like even fake it till you make it like i really think there's a true power and like you really got to start behaving like that person you want to, to become be, yeah. because you will attract it. Otherwise, people won't really see you or notice you. Like, yeah, and I, I really believe in, like, the law of attraction mm-hmm. and to everything in this universe is, like, energy. So your thoughts and your emotions you send out, they're all energy. So knowing that they're like thoughts and emotions that have a really high frequency and keep us up and then there are emotions that have a really low frequency and they mm-hmm. keep us really low like jealousy and comparison and like stress i mean comparison comparison not an emotion but like leads to like stress and and self-doubt and all these they keep us really low and then there are frequencies that are high and like gratitude like be grateful for what you can do um being happy uh, like having hope and they keep us high and i think in order to attract whatever you want in life you've really got to match that frequency and you might have had it in your life sometimes moments where you felt wow that just came to me like i wanted it three years ago two years ago but it just came like i had it a few times and i'm like that was easy i really (laughs) wanted it three years ago but now it just worked out so easily and i really think because you grow and you become that person that um attracts those like you you match that frequency and yeah so i think that is one tip i would really give and just knowing that you are kind of i always say after my meditations you are the biggest project you'll ever work on and i think that's true like working on yourself is a big project whatever you do if you are an athlete a dancer a model a star a singer i have a podcast whatever you do you're working on yourself and that is a big project and that takes time and you get to nourish it and it takes love and acceptance and patience you and you can't rush it either right it it, it just takes time um so yeah just being just being easy and loving with yourself and um not too hard on yourself yeah mm-hmm I think that's... You're very motivational. Even though you're young, you've done so much, and I think people can look up to, like, your courage. Who has influenced you? Like, who who are you motivated by? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Again, like, I wish I could just 
like say a cool name or a star <laughs> and be like, oh, I want to meet him. I want to meet that guy. But I don't have anyone I really look up to. I never was a fan of anyone really I, I listen to a few podcasts and people and i think oh man these are they're really motivational mm-hmm. um but i don't i honestly really it sounds really cheesy and cliche but i really think my parents my mom i have a really strong mom so she, seeing her how she navigated through life with love and compassion and she's so fun and nice i mm-hmm. think her and then my dad is a very optimistic person so he always sees the glass half full and not half empty like he's so optimistic it's ridiculous <laughs> but it's 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 really it really helped me i think being just optimistic and going through life and then they're also the people i call when I feel low, like especially my mom, I, I know my husband always, and whenever I feel low or have self-doubt or deal with stress or whatever it is, uh, he's always like, just call you, why, please just call your mom. <laughs> because he knows. Yeah, and she knows what to say. And so I think like I really look up to her. Um, but yeah, I don't really have someone like a, right. I wish I could just give you a good name, but I don't. It's okay. Yeah. Do you have one? Um, yeah, I do. I have, like, people like Michelle Obama I look yeah. up to. She's a really strong and independent woman. I was thinking about Oprah. No. I just think she got famous. Okay, maybe Oprah fans out there. I just feel yeah. like she's famous for doing cool interviews. Cool interview. yeah. But maybe, for me, Michelle Obama's always been that person because I've read her books, and she's so strong and independent, and... I should read them. Oh. I haven't. Oh, I'll get it for you. No. Okay. She's always, like, put her career first and then when she was ready she put her family first and when she decided so she always had control although and she kept her character and her morals and her values Mm -hmm. as she supported her husband but didn't like follow him yeah you know and so she i think because she was always strong in her convictions Mm -hmm. i always look up to her that she tried everything and if she truly believes like in a lot of things like um, nutrition for kids Mm -hmm. once she was in the white house she's like okay nobody's ever done this but i'm gonna put a bunch of money towards something i believe in yeah and i don't care what people think and if she really cares about like higher education so she started a whole campaign for um kids going to college and careers after high school so i really love her because she's such a Mm go-getter um and independent so i think she's been but it it changes every day yeah like there could be somebody who's like you can be someone who's inspiring me right now with your courage to travel and get out of your comfort zone which i've never been able to do Mm -hmm. yeah i totally agree i think it changed too with and so do your friends and your people around you i think they just change with life i listened to I think it was a podcast or an interview the other day and this guy was asking in the crowd who's still friends with their college friends or with their high school friends Mm -hmm. and a lot of people would raise their hands and be super proud and Mm -hmm. he's like well i hope you guys have new friends because (laughs) that just means that you stop growing if you keep surrounding yourself with the same people and the same neighborhood and whatever right you you stop growing like you in order to grow you gotta like expand you gotta see like you gotta see the world you gotta travel or or not but you gotta like meet different people in order to grow and get like because there's so much out there like h- how do you know what to do in life what your meaning and purpose is right, if you don't if try you it, tried it. Like, yeah. how do i know if i love horse riding if i've never done it or scuba diving or scuba diving <laughs> exactly like, how do i know if i like it if i have never put myself in that situation and yeah i think just like keep trying and yeah 
Well, you sound like you're very busy because you're very curious and you're always exploring and listening to podcasts and running your own business and Mm -hmm. learning and growing. Um, What do you do? What does Sarah do to recharge? Mm, What do I do to recharge? It's a good question because that's something I struggle with and want to work on 2023 to recharge more because I've always had that feeling that whenever I recharge or whenever I took time off, I felt guilty of not working. Like I felt guilty I'm using that time to just relax. I was like, oh man, I could do this and this and this instead. And that, that's been since I'm a kid. So it's really hard for me to, to, to take that off because whenever I would go somewhere I would travel with my literally with my vocabulary book and would learn French or would learn oh something gosh. so I would always it worked out for you <laughs> but I was always I had a hard time to just like relax um but I think things I do to recharge are um honestly I love being just by myself and just with the closest closest people in my life so meaning if my dad is around like fine if my husband is around fine right like I don't need to entertain them or talk or just like I just can't be myself and just relax Mm. and uh, watch a movie like just completely I love watching shows and just dive in I'm not I'm not a huge reader it's not like I grab a book and I'm like I gotta sometimes force myself to read I'm like okay you should maybe read a book and watch (laughs) all the shows but um I think we're honest. Shows, I, yeah. I think watching shows because everyone is always like, "I'm reading." I was like, "I don't know. I, I like it, but I really enjoy watching shows. Probably because of the acting stuff too. Mm-hmm. I really, when I watch shows, I see who produced it, who's this, who's the mm-hmm. director, and all that. So I really yeah. like it. But I think I also like cooking a lot. Ooh, yeah. So I love cooking Italian food, Moroccan, all types of food. So I, I, I enjoy that. I take my time, two, three hours, to really cook and eat, and I think that's like three, four hours a day. I mean, not every day, but you when I do recharge. it, yeah, that's when I really recharge and feel like, oh, okay, that's that was a nice little break. So have you gotten better at taking time to recharge? Um, a little bit, but not not like really really like I think that's really something I want to focus on because I think sometimes the batteries are just low and I feel it on myself too that you can't just like work and work and work all the time but also work and meaning being available for everyone mm-hmm. being available being for on. on exactly like with the phone we just feel like we have to respond every second because the minute let's say I post stories but I post them for work Mm-hmm. so in order to post stories on instagram or being social like on mm-hmm. social media it's really sometimes work related for me so I'm yeah. like, okay i gotta post like i don't right it's work but before i post i'm like oh man did i get back to all these people because i don't like if people just like you know don't get back to you or you they feel like oh she forgot me mm-hmm. so i've always have that constant feeling of like getting back to people reaching out and all that so i, f- I want to get better with that this year and i started just turning my phone off at like nine or ten at night even so that the next morning it's not the first thing I do when I check the phone because I really gotta get up on the bed, charge my phone, like it's really off. Oh so it's completely off. I'm not gonna yeah, I'm not gonna try to that's use a good that. way to set boundaries for yeah, real. It is. It's hardcore. But because I don't know <laughs> I'll just start looking at the phone. I mean, I don't know if you have it sometimes too. You just but you said you don't open emails and stuff too before oh, I don't have, work, right? I don't have email on my yeah, phone at see, all. That's smart. It's like your email is like my inst it's like inst- going on Instagram. Yeah, I don't know who's Instagram either. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. But I text 
right away. Like, I feel bad if you someone do. texts me. I have to respond. You do. It's, I don't know why. You're so good in that, though. I like but it. But is it bad, though, that yeah. I'm like, because I have my little watch and it'll vibrate. I'm like, yeah. oh, let me, I have to respond. It's always, like, constant pressure, though, because yes. you're available all the time. And then sometimes I'm like, I don't need to respond right away because I have actually worked from, you should take that time for you or you should maybe have a window. I think it's really time management, too. Yeah. Maybe be like, you know what? I'll get back to everyone at seven o'clock or at five. I don't need to get back right away. But I haven't really figured it out for me yet. Yeah. That'd be great. That's something to work on. That's yeah, it'd be one. really good. I think a lot of people have that. Yeah. As a, like, it's just <sighs> constantly. I think I should change some of my New Year's yeah. resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> Stop responding to people. So if you're listening and I don't respond to you, it's because they're telling to to 5 p.m. Oh, so funny. <laughs> Um, so you're still like in the beginning of your career, your whole life to live. Yeah. But I mean, when you retire one day mm-hmm. on the beach or in Germany or wherever it is, yeah. What do you want people to say about you and remember about you? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. That's a deep question. I think what I want people to say about me is um, that I was a kind person. Ooh, a little bit of your face. Uh-huh. Your friend. I think that I, I think people. I want people to say that I was a kind person and that I cared. I think that'd be a really big compliment to hear one day that mm-hmm. that someone says, "Oh, I missed her. She kind of made everyone's life a little better, or she kind well, of." You're not dead. You're retiring. I know. Oh yeah, you're so, you're right. Yeah, you're just retiring. When you die, <laughs> <laughs> we're not killing you off yet. <laughs> But I'm tired, so I'm there at the party, and I feel like everyone should say, oh, yeah, Sarah is so fun, like, if, if she's, like, fun, you make everyone's life a little easier, <laughs> everyone's smile a little bigger, you really listen to my problems, you've been there on my lows, thank you. Like, I really want this connection with people, that I, I want to be present mm-hmm. for them, and... N- and if you text me and you have something going on in your life, I want to be there for you. But I also want to notice it. Like if something is on and I look at your face, I want to be able to see, hey, Julie, you're not you're not the same. Like is something up? Like you're not is is everything okay? Like I want to. I hope I will be that friend or that person that reaches out to people and it's just kind and at like it just asks really how are you feeling or yeah. I love that. Yeah, I think it's important. I think we're all made to live in a social environment. Otherwise, that would be just one human. If it's all <laughs> just for self-love, we're all social. I mean, we're, we have to live in a social environment, right? And um, I think it's we're, we're made to just take care of each other, too. We're made to support each other. Life, and you can feel it, too. You have a partner and going through life with a partner. It can be sometimes, if you have a good partner, it can be really uplifting and easy. Like, you're breast straps, straps, right yeah they're uplifting you have people in your life that lift you up you choose those people you, you should have that partner that makes you feel good and helps you so you may shine even brighter right and then surround yourself with people who, who lift, lift you up, you up yeah. you're, you're not always the one lifting right but others lift you as well right exactly and that's I, another thing i think if someone starts their business or whatever they start in their career 
you should also be careful who you share it to. Yeah. Like what you do because, you know, sometimes like even if I share things sometimes to my mom or friends or closest friends, mm-hmm. they can just because they're so close to you, they can just like ruin that idea or smash it like with one with one sentence, just being like, Oh my gosh, it's such a time waste. Mm-hmm. You really wanna do acting? It's like so like Oh my god, yeah, right? They can just like ruin it for you. So you just gotta be careful who you share it with because there are other people that are like, oh my god, you wanna do acting? Yes, I know this and this person. Or let's take an acting class together. Like there are people that really lift you up in certain situations. And then some people, you just gotta be careful who you share, I think, your dreams with too because they can, yeah, they can get how do you say it smash ruined really easy yeah yeah crush your dreams crush your dreams because you even sometimes are uncertain if you do certain things and you and you, yeah you just want someone to reassure you right but then you might get like the negative feedback and then you're yeah. like oh maybe that was a dumb maybe idea. it was a dumb idea exactly because we all struggle i think with self doubt sometimes mm-hmm. and we don't and self-worth and we compare ourselves mm-hmm. every time so it's really important to to surround yourself with people that like uplift you and well you brought me to the next question yes since our podcast is called bra straps oh yeah who are your bra straps my bra straps you You. (laughs) for sure yeah i was hoping you were going to say that (laughs) i think um for sure my friends um not all of them i know i wouldn't i think i know a lot of people but i don't I wouldn't consider everyone my friend, but like mm-hmm. my closest girlfriends, I think always lift me up and have something good to say and and encourage me. Like you, like going on to this podcast and doing things, and we have a workshop going on um, soon, right? Like stuff like that that keeps you encouraging and keeps reinsures you. Oh, I'm doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. I'm on the right path. Mm-hmm. And then my husband. I think, who is my biggest supporter, who is always, whatever I do, really the craziest, I mean, he has a lot of crazy ideas too, yeah. I do, I mean, he's always behind it, and he's really that person who I see it in his eyes, who's like, even more happier for me if something works out, right, if something is happening, he's like, yeah, I did that for you, so you shine like really even yes, pri- brighter, I and I love that too, and then of course my parents, my sister, yeah, I think just my, I have a really strong uh, relationship, like loving relationship with my family, which like always helped me navigate through life because I know whatever I do, if I'm going to fall, I'm going to fall really soft because I know someone is there. Like I'm never going to be It's a padded bra. Yeah. It all comes together. So funny. Um, what's next for you, Sarah? What's your next big project or idea? Um, let me think. My next, I, um, I think I want to publish, um, not public, but I think I want to create my own journal because I love journaling. So either like a manifestation or gratitude journal for comics, but under my company oh. and then so i'm working right now with an illustrator to get all the, to get the book ready and then maybe launch some merch some fun things um i want to expand calming spot um to in in term maybe into different cities but more like i want to do a large festival with like a thousand people once a year that's like a dream i think that'd be really cool um, like a large full moon festival or something like that and then I think I'm keep pursuing my acting career 
I just came back from shooting a movie so the year started good for that and I'm really motivated and I think I'm just gonna try it because if I haven't tried it I'll, I'll regret it in like 10-15 years I will regret it so I'll just like dive all in in that and then for sure traveling I think that's something I really want to do this year too just travel more and yeah amazing I yeah. can't wait I can't wait go to I wait can't wait to go to the big festival I know that's gonna be fun because we have like once a month full moon festivals uh -huh. where we meditate and do sound baths and, and like face fainting and all that stuff vendors and all that fun stuff so I think it would be fun to do like a large festival with like you know amazing artists and kind of like-minded people and oh that'd be amazing yeah maybe on, on the up. beach or you, you actually see the full moon like something really fun Ooh, yeah. i love it i know it's oh. fun huh so if people want to find you where's the best place to connect um i think on my instagram i would say my instagram sarah without an h sophia s-o-f-i-a dot b so i think that or the calming spot so my company i'm always on there um yeah I think these two. I think awesome. my Instagram or just like the Comic Spot website. Um, yeah, I think that's the best way to connect with me. Yay. Well, guys, you can meet Sarah. I know. In real life so, at the Comic Spot in Santa Monica. I know we have listeners like all over the world. Yeah. Even in Germany. Yeah, we're going to stream live. Shout out. Shout yeah. out to Germany. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you guys are in Santa Monica, find the Comic Spot and mm -hmm. you can check out a sound bath with Sarah Sophia. Yeah. Beat. I know, it's so exciting. It's really cool. You guys should all come out. Um, and I'm super thankful and grateful that I got on here today with you. And I can't wait for all the amazing things and workshops we're going to do at the Comic Spot, actually. Yay, me too. Awesome. Well, thanks guys for logging on. Hopefully, you made it all the way to the end to get all the tidbits. And we'll see you next time.